This is your NFL Insider Report on the Zone Sports Network. Now, joining the big show from Locked On NFL, Matt Williamson on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. All right, it's time to talk some NFL football with our NFL Insider out to the Zone phone we go. He's our good friend Matt Williamson with us here on the big show. Hi, Matt. Hey, how's it going? Going well. Are you looking forward to a Wednesday matinee game tomorrow? I just wanted to be over with, uh, to be very honest with you. I mean, I'm in Pittsburgh. I indirectly work for the Steelers, hosting a radio show for them every day. And it's been a little frustrating, not just from a Steelers perspective, but, you know, the constant rescheduling. Who's going to play? Who's not? I just wanted to be over and move on with the season. It's making me crazy. Matt, has, has this, the whole COVID thing, beyond the, uh, the safety issues and all that, just the inconveniences of it as far as scheduling and play, has it just worn you thin? Are you ready to get this season over with, or has it not been that bad for you? Um, it's a good question because all the uncertainty and who's playing and watching that Denver game this past week without quarterback on a field. I mean, it, it it was hard. I mean, to be honest with you, it's unlike any NFL season and all the Tuesday and now Wednesday games and whatnot, but I never wanted this to be over. I mean, I sure like the season when it's going more than the off season. That's for sure. Yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, one more COVID-related issue, Matt, and then I promise we will talk some on-the-field stuff. But okay. uh, do you buy into that, or, or what do you think about them basically making Denver play on Sunday in the situation that you alluded to with the third quarterback? But that Baltimore team, they did everything they could, kick the can down the road so that they would be at more full strength. Is this uh, them um, uh, protecting one of their contenders and not another one who's out of it? It seemed like a double standard to me, and I, I don't want that to sound from a Pittsburgh homer standpoint because, trust me, everyone here in my home city thinks it's, boy, Roger Goodell's favoring the, the Ravens because he's good buddies with Bashadi, and they, they don't care about Denver. It should be equal for everyone, and they hate the Steelers. I mean, all, all kinds of nonsense. And because it's the hated Ravens, Pittsburgh fans are losing their mind even more. They, there was one more reason to dislike Baltimore. But I do feel like it's a little inconsistent. Uh, I thought going into this week and then proven by that Denver debacle that the show's going on. You know, this is when the game's going to be played. You're going to put dress people unless you think that there's a chance you're going to, um, you know, get the other team sick, really. Uh, if, we, if we think that you guys are not contagious or going to spread it to the opposite team, we're playing no matter what. And it seemed like this last postponement from Tuesday to Wednesday wasn't consistent with that. And it was more, okay, we'll give you a practice. Well, no one should care about practices and if you have a quarterback and all those things, in my opinion, right now. Matt, can the Jets do it? Can they have the perfect winless season to land themselves Trevor Lawrence? I think they got a great chance. <laughs> I mean, it, it's lost a little bit that, a couple of these, quote, bad teams are starting to get a little better and go from awful to just very bad. And I think the Jets are one of those where they've been a little bit better. But, man, I absolutely think they will go 0-16. I think the Jaguars will go 1-15 with a 15-game losing streak. I don't think Cincinnati's going to win another game. I'm not sure Detroit will win another game. 
Matt Williamson with us here, uh, talking a little NFL football on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. There's been a little buzz uh, about how Tom Brady doesn't like Bruce Arians' offense. Are you buying into that? Yes, I, I very much am. And when he signed there, I wrote an extensive article saying, okay, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of talent here, but one of these two has to budge. Either Brady's got to say, okay, I'm all in on the Arian system and I'll learn what you guys do. Or Arians needs to say, we're going to teach everybody else here the Patriot way. And that would have been the better situation because Brady's not really equipped for a lot of long developing plays, high degree difficulty throws. I mean, not throwing to the backs a lot. That What he did fit his skill set so extremely well in New England that if you're going to bring Brady in, you need to cater to him, not the other way around. And I don't think they have. You know, I mean, Arian's career is Big Ben and Carson Palmer and Andrew Luck and all these big strapping pocket passers that have big arms and can handle a lot of um, a lot of pressure and a lot of hits. Because in this system, you get hit a lot. They don't max protect very often. And Brady certainly is not equipped to do that. And you're kind of neutralizing his mind and his quick thinking ability a little too much too. So uh, they're fortunate, in my opinion, to have this extremely late bye week. They're off this week. I would hope that they can all get together and be like, we need to compromise and change what we're doing on offense. Matt, you're centered there in Pittsburgh. You got the Steelers at 10 and 0. You have the Chiefs at 10 and 1. And then you have the Saints at 9-2. and two. Will two of those three teams be in the Super Bowl, do you think? Or is there another team out there that is a real threat? I really think it'll be the Steelers or Chiefs in the AFC. I think they're the best two teams in the league. Um, I think Kansas City's the better of the two, just to prove I'm not a total Steelers homer. But neither one's played a really difficult schedule. But they're both really impressive organizations and playing at a high level. I would say that the Saints are my bet to represent the NFC. But right now, it's hard to see that, even though they keep winning week after week, just because I don't think Taysom Hill's an NFL quarterback. You know, like, they got to play Denver, who didn't have a quarterback this past week, and just treat Taysom Hill. Watching that game was like leather helmets in the 1940s. You know, I mean, there was two (laughs) quarterbacks that can't throw. They're just trying to manufacture offense any way they can. So, I'm thinking, you know, that Breeze comes back by the playoffs and the Saints look like the best team in the NFC, which I think they're highly capable of doing. But I think this quarterback situation until then makes it a little rocky. And, oh, by the way, Breeze is not a young man and had 11 broken ribs. You know, like, I don't think you recover from that overnight. So I had a big-time hot take on, uh, I guess it was yesterday, that uh, Derrick Henry was the best running back in the league. And as uh, Austin and Gordon were ridiculing me for going out on such a limb, we started to talk about if it's even close. I mean, is, is, it, is that even a close race in the NFL right now? That's a really good conversation because some of the top guys we haven't got to see. You know, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, Zeke's kind of a shell of what he was. I think Kamara is absolutely in that conversation. But it's almost like Alvin Kamara and Derrick Henry don't even play the same position. You know, one is a, a weapon. One's an old school. I mentioned the 1940s. Derrick Henry was a 1940s running back. 
Um, I don't disagree with you. He's a force of nature that takes over games. And even if he doesn't offer a lot in the passing game, nobody wants to play against him. But I'm going to throw out one other name because I think Nick Chubb is similar. You know, he doesn't look as imposing as Henry, but in terms of just handing the ball off in an old-school manner 20, 25 times a game, those two are pretty darn close for me as just great running backs. All right, make sure you check out the Peacock and Williamson podcasts. Uh, He is our friend Matt Williamson with us here on The Big Show. Matt, thank you very much. Absolutely. Much appreciated. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Matt. Matt Williamson, our good friend, coming on, giving us a little uh, a breakdown uh, of what's going on in the NFL right now. You know, Jake, uh, I really like Matt's opinions. Every once in a while I'll, I'll disagree with him, but uh, I think he's pretty on it, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I absolutely do, and he's obviously uh, very much involved. Uh, he, he said right there, Gordon, uh, that uh, he does not believe Taysom Hill is an NFL quarterback. And week one, it went okay, but uh, last week against the Broncos. And, and granted, they were playing, it was a weird game because the Broncos were never going to score, so it's not like they were ever going to trail. But he was only 9 of 16 for 78 yards and one interception. Yeah, yeah. I I just think that the NFL defenses uh, and defensive coordinators and whatnot, they're, they're pretty darn smart, and they're going to figure it out. Now, I, I like Taysom Hill as an athlete. I think he is a fine athlete, and uh, I just don't think he has the accuracy necessary for uh, to be successful in the NFL. Uh, the Saints like to throw a lot of those short passes, and so you wonder, okay, how, how accurate do you have to be? Um but I, I just, uh, I think they should use him the way they have so effectively in the past when Drew Brees is healthy. Um, but that's just my opinion. That's what I believe. Uh, he did have a nice week in week one, but I just don't think it's going to work. Uh, are you still the same opinion? Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. I don't think he's the replacement for Drew Brees. I, I'm glad he's getting a bite at the apple. I'm glad yeah. he's getting a chance. I mean, I think he's certainly you know, poured in a lot of effort and done whatever that coaching staff has asked him to do, including being a baller special teams player and being a fullback and a tight end and a zillion other things. I mean, I'm glad he's getting an opportunity. I just think the same issues he had throwing the ball at BYU still exist yeah. in the NFL. And, and it's not arm strength, by the way. Yes, it's, it's not. It's yeah, accuracy. And, yes. and can you make the throws? And the, the touch throws were always tough for him. Remember yeah. that at BYU, those, those I remember Riley Jensen coming on and talking about it quite a bit. You know, it wasn't the the uh, can you make the 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 throw the out throw right where you mm-hmm. you put it on a string and zing it. It was the can you drop it over the linebacker? Can you drop it in the middle of a zone? Can you have that kind of accuracy? And I that that's really hard to learn. Yeah, I I agree with you. You and I are one opinion on this, uh, but but I I it's nice to see that. Taysom Hill has found a place for himself in the NFL doing what he does well. Uh, but what, what happens is then now everyone gets in arguments over fantasy football, whether he's a tight end or whether he's a quarterback or what is he, what should he qualify for? <laughs> he can kind of do a little bit of everything, but is he an every-down quarterback over the long haul in the NFL? Uh, I know BYU fans want to believe that he is, but uh, – don't think so, and I will say I'm wrong if I'm proven to be wrong, uh, but I don't think you and I are. 
The other uh, one I wanted to bring up with you, because especially you just uh, your your um, undying love for Tom Brady, uh, there's <laughs> there's some reports out there that are saying Tom doesn't like the offense. He and Bruce Arians are clashing. And I, I thought of something. Tom uh, said when he was going to the Buccaneers how he's excited to play for Bruce Arians because in his entire career, even going back to high school, he never played for an offensive head coach. Uh-huh. And what's interesting about him bumping heads with Arians now is be careful what you wish for, right? Because if you play for a defensive guy, he's probably not going to meddle a whole lot. You know, probably get a coach that'll work with you, you know. You go down, you play for an offensive head coach who has things that he likes done his way. You know, you're probably going to be like, wait, you're not just going to tell me to go out there and play my game? You're going to make me throw a bunch of deep balls? That's not what I do. But then Bruce Arians goes, well, I call deep balls. That's what I do. So, it's, well, you know, be careful yeah. what you wish for, right? Yeah, I would agree with that. And I, I, I don't know how this is going to how this is going to get fixed, you know, but uh, I because, th- I mean, he's the head coach, right? I know you're the goat, but he's the head coach. You mind if I read you something? Uh, does it have to do with the current conversation or are we yes. jump, jump shifting? No, no, no. <laughs> Let me read you this, okay? All right. Old catfish in the lake, we called him Big Jim. When I was a kid, my only wish was to get my line in him. Skipped church one Sunday, rode out and throwed in my line. Jim took that hook pole and me right over the side. Went drifting down past old tires and rusty cans of beer. The angel of the lake whispered in my ear, Before you choose your wish, son, you better think first. That doesn't rhyme. I I don't know what to say. (laughs) And then after that, with every wish, comes a curse. Ah. All I have to, my response to that is, peyote's a hell of a drug. (laughs) (laughs) What what does Dana White say? (laughs) Yeah, careful, careful, Gordon. Cocaine's expensive. Okay, wait a second here. No, no, no. We don't need more. No, no, we don't need more. Easy shell, Silverstein. I fell in love. I fell in love with beautiful Doreen. She was the prettiest thing this old town ever seen. I courted her and I made her mine, but I grew jealous whenever another man come walking down the line, and my jealousy made me treat her hard and cruel. She sighed, Bobby. Oh, Bobby. You're such a fool. Don't you know, before you choose your wish, you'd better think first. Because with every wish, there comes a curse. Thank you, Bruce. Cocaine isn't cheap. (laughs) I love that song. Don't you think it fits perfectly with what we're talking about here? There's another verse. You want it? Nope. Nope. (laughs) Not one bit. All right. We'll have more Big Show coming up next. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.